Today is the 14th Sunday in ordinary time. Today, July 4th, we also celebrate America's independence. Today's message to the people of God in the readings are taken from first reading Ezekiel chapter 2 verses 2 to 5. The second reading is taken from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians 12, 7 to 10. The gospel reading is taken from Mark chapter 6, verses 1 to 6. The main thrust of today's reading is, Thus says the Lord. To deliver the word of God, that they may know that there is a prophet in our midst. The word of God must be preached. For the word of God conveys the solution that we are seeking for in this world. It conveys the love God has for us. Preaching the word of God challenges us to remember our faith. It challenges us to faith. It is true faith that God's word will work in our lives. We are a people who have hardened our hearts. When nations examine their lives, especially America, we should examine if we have faith in God. But the word of God must be preached. God sees our hearts. And so, to the prophet, to the ministers of the world, God is saying, I know the heart of people. I know they will not listen. But the word of God must be preached that they may know there is a prophet here. What are we to preach? Whatever God gives us. And that is why in today's first reading, Ezekiel was awakened as a prophet. He got up and he fed the spirit of the one who is sending him in him, within him. Go and say to my people, I know they are obstinate. They may not pay heed to you. They may even mock you, disrespect you. But said, say to them, Thus says the Lord. In other words, whatever is in your heart, tell them. Not based on their disposition towards you, but based on the fact that I have sent you to them. I love them. We should preach with excitement. Sometimes, as a priest, a minister of the world, you feel intimidated by the people you are serving. Even in the church, I remember once, I saw what was happening in my diocese. And the word of God came to my heart. What did I do? When you think of the bishop, and you think of even other priests, 
You think of the people. You say, who am I? Who will believe me? Who will believe me? What did I do? I went to lay down to sleep on them. And suddenly, I found myself, something swung me up. By my bed was the table where my computer was. And I just saw myself typing. I was writing to the bishop. I didn't want to do it because it was the bishop. What am I to tell the bishop? But God has given me the message. He has given me the spirit. And what I was about to type was not something bad. Sometimes we are intimidated by the people we are sent to. Even though the message is not bad for them, but because of the position they occupy, it's like, why bother? How can you say when you are writing a message to those in position of authority, does says the Lord. They are going to look at you. Who are you? Hence, in today's gospel, Jesus came to his own people. He performed and spoke wonders. The word of God, which astonished them. Reading it properly, or reading this, the gospel of today in the spirit. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished. Then, this was their reaction. They said, where did this man get all this? They acknowledged the wisdom in what he was saying. But they questioned, where did he get all this? What kind of wisdom has been given to him? They acknowledged the wisdom coming from him. What mighty deeds are wrought by his hands? They acknowledge the mighty deeds wrought by his hand, his hand. They were not saying what mighty deeds has he done. They saw it. And yet, they questioned. Is he not the carpenter's son? Are his brothers and sisters not in our midst? Who does he think he is? He says, if you do not believe me, believe the works that I do. And Jesus said to them, a prophet is not without honor except in his native place. Now, if God has not become man, we don't know where he comes from. If God was speaking to them through thunder and lightning, that in the time of Moses, they said, look, we don't want to see the glory of God because we will die. But because God became man in Christ, people thought that they knew where he came from. So he was amazed at their lack of faith. So in ministry, and for those who care about the word of God, faith is very, very essential. Because if you have faith, you will not be asked questioning the truth. Truth does not need proof. Truth works and accomplishes everything by faith and true faith. Because of their lack of faith, he was not able to perform 
many miracles in his own place because they will not believe. In other words, they will not accept what he was doing for them. Yes, it can be disconcerting, discouraging. On the other hand, in the second reading of today, in Paul's letter to the Corinthians, sometimes we ministers of the world get to eat and think. We give the impression that we are perfect because we have the authority of God. But we are to use God's authority as according to the wishes of God so that we will not be arrogant. God will always remind us of our own sins. In other words, God will remind us of our need for the word that we preach. Whenever people, especially priests, commend me for the sermons that I preach, that I send out, I always tell them, the only advantage I have is that I'm the first to hear it. It's not my word. <laughs> they think I work hard, I prepare so hard. No. Ezekiel said it. He said, as the Lord spoke to me, the Spirit entered into me and set me on my feet. And I heard the one who was speaking to me say, what preparation did he have? He just woke him up and he was receptive. He got excited. He was hit by excitement. He got excited. But we know when we are disrespected, that can kind of make us sad. Don't allow the spirit of sadness to come to you. Don't allow the treatment of the recipient of the word get to you. Get excited because God is excited to save his people. Our preparation to deliver the word of God must point to the faith in us. For our word, we challenge our hearers to faith. Paul was given a turn in the flesh to prevent him from thinking that he is God rather than a messenger of the word of God. Sometimes with which we were perfect because our human weakness is what the, those who resist our word will always point to. We cannot wish we were not human for God became human that we might become God. We too benefit from the word we preach. Hence, when St. Paul was saying, why don't you put a glow on my face and everything, he says, my grace is sufficient for you. Because if you are too ahead of the people, people will not benefit much from your word. They say, well, after all, he's a priest. We are not expected to be as holy as the priest. So when the priest is aware of his own weaknesses, then he knows how to speak word of God so that he will not just be condescending he will preach like one who is also challenged by that word that's coming from his mouth of which if he does not keep the word he in fact he will be punished more therefore we must have that humility so that God will be visible through our humanity we don't replace God 
So it is wrong to say, I am God when I'm speaking, when I'm preaching. You are not God. You're a human being. You're a messenger of God. Let us pray for the church. Because the church is the prophetic voice in our world today. And we must deliver that word. If we see that the people are obstinate, God sees that too. In fact, that becomes the reason why we are sent to the world. Let us pray for the, that the church may keep faith as it delivers the word of God in our world and to our world so that we may have peace, enjoy peace and love of God in our lives.